Episode 63, Why the New Weight Loss Meds Work and Don't Work. Welcome to the School of Weight Loss podcast, where we relearn how to lose weight so you can reach your goal weight with less wasted effort, money, and time. This is the podcast that uses evidence-based tips and tools to simplify weight loss for the busy moms who've tried it all. If you're tired of endless dieting, a tired mom, and ready to learn what works, this is the podcast for you. I'm your host, obesity medicine certified physician, life and weight loss certified coach, Dr. Emily Vinzant. Let's get this lesson started. Hello there, ladies. Got to take a minute here to give a little shout out to my Chiefs that just made it into the Super Bowl. And for my Cincinnati Bengals fans, Joe Burrow is definitely my second favorite quarterback. The Bengals performance was just on par like we expect it to be. But watching the Chiefs win under so much adversity was such a beautiful thing tonight. And so I want to share with you that my feelings about the Chief win are very similar to my feelings about the new weight loss shots. Because here's the thing. It's amazing. I'm at such a high. And then we got to think to the Super Bowl, which is coming up with like a very injured team. And that's kind of my thoughts about the new weight loss shots. I want to take this episode to really break them down for you all to understand, because I'm going to give you my thoughts today, having some experience with them now. And I want to be very fair in my interpretations and really help you guys decide whether you think these are a good fit for you. Because here's the thing that we know. I did an episode a while back um, about the new weight loss medications. And by those, I mean the shots. They're the Hollywood weight loss shots that, you know, Kim Kardashian was on and everybody's been taking and getting really, really skinny. And I was very excited by these medications when they came out. As an obesity medicine doctor, I have to tell you, We haven't had medication advances like this for pretty much my whole career. The big one that's been around, Fentramine, has been around since I was in high school. And to see the obesity medicine world step it up in a way that's new, that's exciting, that really has so much potential to make a difference outside of surgery in terms of medications was just incredibly exciting for me. And I think for the whole medicine world. Now, they've been out for a bit now. And we're learning a lot about them. And I want to share with you first the lens through which I'm seeing these medications. As an obesity medicine physician who was very excited about these medications, who has had patients on the medications, but who also does coaching or mind management around food, I think I have a very unique big picture of what these medications can and can't do and who they would and wouldn't work for. So as always, let me just tell you, this is for educational purposes. As always, I'm not your doctor. I am a doctor. I'm giving you general knowledge. But this is information that you can discuss with your doctor. This is information that I think you should be thinking about for yourself. Because here's the truth. I love this story that my sister shared with me. She said, everybody's getting skinny on these new weight loss meds. But here's an interesting take on them. She went to a party and a husband and wife came up to her and the husband said, she said, oh, you look like you've lost so much weight. And he said, yes, I've been exercising. I've been changing what I eat. I've been doing all these amazing things. And his wife looks at him and said, who are you kidding? We're on the shots. (laughs) And by the way, they're going to run out and we're going to be fat again. (laughs) It's literally (laughs) what the wife said. 
And I want you to just consider it through that lens to begin with, because as an obesity medicine physician who is excited about these medications, who does see potential there and see a fit for some people, I want you to know that I had a very long discussion with one of the reps, I won't name names, from one of these companies, and he and I were in complete alignment on our discussion. He had actually reached out to discuss it with me because he knows how well we do lifestyle management in my coaching program. And by that, I want you to know that what he said, which I thought was such a beautiful way to say it, was that these medications are indicated for long-term use with lifestyle changes, period. Here's what that means, ladies. If you're not planning to A, be on them for long-term use, that means shots, and I'll tell you in a minute what that may or may not mean, and B, change your lifestyle around it, you're just in for another yo-yo cycle. And with these medications, it may be a faster yo-yo cycle than you even want. So lifestyle changes are part of the written documentation for these medications. And I wanna share with you that that may get a little confusing because we think we're making lifestyle changes because of the way the medications work. So let's circle back to really starting there. The new Hollywood It weight loss shots. The new shots that have everyone excited for weight loss. They've been called maybe the non-surgical surgery. Could they rival weight loss surgery? Can they statistically create the same results? And I want to share with you guys that these medications have great weight loss results. That's what made me so excited about them. When we look at this new class of medications, they do go between 14 to 20, 22% weight loss of your initial body weight. By the way, ladies, my weight loss coaching program gets 21% with lifestyle interventions. So if you think about this, Is that combination the highest statistic combination you could find? Yes and no. (laughs) So let me explain to you why. The new class of weight loss medications, the Hollywood shots, right? The new non-bariatric surgery, bariatric surgery, the shots that everybody wants are a class of medications that are grouped into a class called GLP-1, glucagon-like peptide-1, okay? The newest medication is actually that with a GIP, so they're actually adding extra components to it, which is giving us better weight loss results. But in general, this class we look at as the GLP-1 class, glucagon-like peptide-1. Here's what it does, and I'm going to go a little sciency for you ladies because I want you to understand it. Otherwise, you're going to think it doesn't make a lot of sense. Glucagon-like peptide 1, GLP-1, the weekly shot for weight loss that's available now, is basically released in a few places in your body when you eat. The first place is the pancreas, right? So this class of medications actually initially was developed for people with diabetes. It was a diabetes class of medications. And they noticed that these people were losing a bunch of weight. That's how it got the obesity medicine or weight loss indication. Now that's being slightly abused by people. Truly to qualify for it, you need to have a BMI of 27 with obesity related disease or 30 without obesity-related disease, body mass index. People like Kim Kardashian who want to lose 10 pounds, this is not indicated for them. It's a misuse of the medication, and I will share with you that 
I do think that's part of the reason when we talk in a few minutes about the expense, why we see these problems, because everyone wants the medications. If you've listened to my podcast long enough to know, these are short-term fixes. If you want to lose 10 pounds for an event, you're going to gain it right back. But that's what they want it for. They don't want to look at the long-term. They want to look at the short-term. So when we look at these medications, they were initially developed for people with diabetes and then have different dosages, basically, of the medications that are approved for weight loss. So semaglutide, that's the big name everybody's talking about, is the generic name for a diabetes medication called Ozempic and a weight loss medication called Wagovi, okay? So same molecule, dosed differently, named differently. That's why it gets confusing when people are like, why are these diabetes shots that people are taking for weight loss? There is an indication for both because initially this GLP-1 is released by the pancreas, but it's also released by the intestine and in the brain, in the hypothalamus and in the brain stem. So here's what happens. Basically, when you eat GLP-1, this medication is released in response to you eating foods. And the weight loss effects that we're gonna discuss come from the stomach, the intestine, and the brain. GLP-1 slows emptying of the stomach and slows the movement of food through the intestine. Basically, as the stomach distends, it's released and slows the empty. The effect of that, ladies, is it makes you full. It makes you full longer. At the same time, we have a nerve called the vagus nerve, which supplies our stomach and goes up to the brain and sends a signal to the brain signifying fullness. So GLP-1 works on the stomach and the gut to slow emptying and slow the movement of food through it, but it also goes to the brain and says, we're full. Interestingly, GLP-1 also works on the dopamine reward centers of the brain. It reduces food cravings and the reward system related to food. So I want you to just think about that effect for a moment. When you eat, GLP-1 makes you full faster, full longer, and sends a signal to your brain to tell you not just you're full, but to change the reward that comes from food, the dopamine response from food. If you can imagine a dream medication for weight loss, I think the only extra thing you throw in is more energy. It fulfills so many of our purposes for those of us who are chronic overeaters. And the weight loss shows because of that. So I have had patients on this and I have had close contact with this and seen it up close. And most frequently what I hear is, I'm just not focused on food anymore. I feel like a normal human being who's not obsessed with eating. I feel like I can leave food on my plate. I feel like I could walk by a snack and not be hyper-focused on it afterwards. And truly, from my experience, that's what I hear most frequently from the patients who've been on this medication. Now, ladies, there are potential side effects, right? If you slow the emptying of your GI system, you can get nausea, you can get constipation, you can get upset stomach, 
It's an injection. You could get a local site reaction. Generally, we don't see a ton of side effects. Most commonly, that occurs if you go up on your dose too soon. And I've certainly heard patients say that the higher doses they have more side effects with. It doesn't cause low blood sugars. That's the interesting thing because it's selectively active when there's food on board. So you don't have to have diabetes to be on these medications. And they will feel like, and I will quote this from a friend of mine, it's changed my relationship with food for most people. Now, the title of this episode is why the new weight loss shots work and don't work. So I want to be very fair in my synopsis of these medications because I also see the other 50% of them. And here is what I've seen in my patients and my clients. You think your relationship with food has changed on the medication. And by that, I mean you're not as focused on food. The weight loss seems like it comes easier. You're full faster. Your portions are decreasing. And as I said at the top of this episode, these medications are indicated with lifestyle changes. As with all these medications, it's easy to think that I don't have to change anything about my lifestyle. And I will almost quote this because I've been told it enough times, my habits will change with time and stick. But here's the thing, ladies. These medications are changing your hunger levels. They're making you more full. They're making you not want to reward with food. And as I said, unless you intend to be on these medications for the rest of your life, the lifestyle changes to accompany them are absolutely a necessity to lose this weight and keep it off. So from someone who's a huge proponent of lifestyle changes, what does that mean about these medications? This has been really my work over the last few months to figure out because I like the potential of them and I also know barely anyone wants to be on shots the rest of their lives. Second that to the fact that I very firsthand witness what's happened with the pricing of these medications. And I think so often we want to blame insurance and we want to blame the pharmaceutical companies. And yes, there's space there. There's been a lot of messes with this. But it's also us. It is the Kim Kardashians who want to lose it for 10 pounds, who drive up the cost of these medications because of the shortages of them and because they can't. So I had a friend who's not my patient tell me that he was placed on the newest medication and he has diabetes and wanted to lose weight. So he met all the criteria and had a card for $25 a month to get the medications. And the first month he got it for $25, great. He went back, second month got it for $25, had lost 40 pounds at this point. That's exceptional weight loss, maybe a little too much because as he went to the higher dose, he started getting really sick with it and noticed that he wasn't eating. When he went to go pick up that medication, he was told it was $800. Then he said, no, I have a $25 copay card. Went back, it was $600. Asked his physician to call it to a new pharmacy, $600. Somehow got it to $300 for the month. And now had a $300 script of a medication that was giving him bad side effects. And I wish I could say that that's the exception, but I've experienced that with my own patients. 
it's extremely variable and a lot of the times very difficult to even get these medications. So truly, even if you are saying to yourself, I want to be on them, I want to be on them for a year, two years, three years, I'm willing to pay $1,500 a month, you may not even be able to get them consistently to support yourself in this journey. Lifestyle changes are absolutely a necessity to go with these medications. The problem is you're likely going to think you don't need to make them because of the effects of the medications. So as I've looked at this for my own ladies who are in coaching, and I consider how do I want to integrate this? What do would my recommendation be for them? I want to share with you what I would say so that you can consider this. The new weight loss medications are a tool. They help with fullness and with reward. If you are a person who has struggled, especially those ladies, this is where I see it the most frequently. The ladies who are like over 250 pounds to 300 pounds maybe have been overweight their whole lives and have no idea what fullness feels like. It might be a great option for you. If you don't know what stopping at full even means, it could be a great option for you. Certainly if you have diabetes, it's a great option for you. But I would recommend starting working on lifestyle changes first. And for my ladies, we go through trials of foods, recognizing fullness before I would even recommend them starting the medication. Because the truth is you will think you've changed your relationship with food by the medications and then you will stop them. And here's what will happen. And I've seen it happen. (laughs) The weight will come back. And even if you tell yourself... I'm doing the same things. I want you to just know you'll be more hungry. These medications slow down your stomach so they keep you full longer. So even if you have an idea of what fullness looks like for you, it will change when you stop the medication because the food will go through your stomach faster and you'll feel more reward from the food. Ladies, those of you who listen to my podcast and have been through this 10 times, you're into your next yo-yo if that is your whole plan. That's all that's going to create. So knowing how to put this into perspective of your weight loss journey means also knowing how to recognize fullness and knowing when you start the medications that you can anticipate a change in your fullness. You know what you can anticipate from these medications and you can become very aware of how your thoughts change when you start the medications. You would likely or will likely, if you decide to try the medications, notice that you're thinking about food less, but you need to be aware to look for that before you start them and to look for that after you stop them and how to navigate that difference. So even with these new medications, lifestyle changes are so important. I say that as an obesity medicine doctor, not just as a coach. Because I think where we get a little bit off in the obesity medicine world is this. Yes, obesity is a chronic disease. And we consider medications like these to be medications you could be on for life. But here's the thing. Just like if you're a person who has high blood pressure and your blood pressure corrects, we don't expect you to be on that medication for life. The kicker with these medicines is that when you stop them, it's going to come back unless you know how to manage your mind around it. In Dr. Emily's School of Weight Loss, we have our six-month weight loss program, and we also have a mastering maintenance group for this purpose of learning how, even if you were to hit your goal weight with these GLP-1 medications, how to live there 
without a life of dieting and going up and down and up and down. I do think there are a few tools that are important in that process. As we look at these medications, they help with fullness, they help with reward. Learning how to reward yourself outside of food by having a life that matches that version of you that you want to be is the creation of the healthy you. It's not a diet. It's being the person who lives at your healthy weight goals. Learning how to manage think, feel, eat cycles with and without the medication is key to living at your healthy weight goal for life with or without the medication. Learning how to create fullness for yourself outside of medication is key for your long-term success. These tools are as vital to your weight loss success story as any other tool. And as an obesity medicine physician, I'll be the first to admit it took me a while to figure that out because I bought into what so many in the obesity medicine world do buy into, which truly was that short-term success is the best we could hope for. It is the lifestyle changes that accompany it that keep you there. So to bring home why the new weight loss shots work and don't work, they work because they create fullness, they keep you full, and they decrease the reward you get from food. They change your food fixations. But unless you plan to stay on them the rest of your life and be prey to whatever cost or limited supply that could be, taking them without lifestyle changes is a recipe for your next yo-yo cycle. And you will end up regaining the weight, just like every other trial. You can use the medications to your benefit to look at what fullness maybe should be for your body, especially for those ladies who never understood it. But alongside that, you've got to learn to create rewards outside of food, become the version of you who lives at your healthy weight goal, and manage your mind around the you who will eventually stop these medications. Let's build on what the obesity medicine world has created for us and make it true lasting change. Not be reliant on something outside of yourself for the rest of your life. That is what we create in Dr. Emily's School of Weight Loss and what I hope you've seen here in the School of Weight Loss podcast. Big picture, you living at your goal weight for the rest of your life. Have a great week. If you love today's show, make sure to share it with a mom who needs to hear it too. Leave me a review and click subscribe to get all of the latest lessons from the School of Weight Loss podcast. Ready to reach that goal weight? Head on over to drmommy.com, D-O-C-T-O-R-M-O-M-E.com to learn more about Weight Loss for Modern American Moms, my virtual weight loss coaching program.